Welcome to Lead for Clarity, where we help you, your team, and your organization get to their next level and focus on what's most important. My name is Shondell Sutherland, and I am here with my ever so lovely co-host, Melanie Montgomery. Melanie, how are you? I'm fantastic. How are you? Oh, I love this time of year. I love the smell of fall in the air. Oh, and everything is like almost getting back to normal, which I crave. I love spontaneity, but I like routine. So Mm -hmm. I'm kind of happy where where we're at right now. (laughs) All right. So today we are going to keep on our conversation about the process and how we grow sustainably in our business, our life, whether it be our relationships, spiritually, business, emotionally. This is pretty much a six-stage process that we all go through. We never invent anything new. But we've taken all the tools that we have and really put them into somewhat of a playbook or a way that uh, we think people uh, can quickly accelerate into their next level. Melanie? Yeah, definitely. And before we dive into one of these components today, it may be good to just give a quick reminder of all of the stages in the process. There are six stages in the healthy cycle of growth. You enter into pain or if you want opportunity, that's great. And then you go into really purposely connecting. And that is the magic. That's the magic sauce. Then you go into a time of waiting, which is planting and making, having to do some really hard work. I can think about a farmer getting that field ready for exponential growth. That's what that feels like. And then go into progress where you actually get to see, wow, this hard work is paying off. But what we don't want is people to get over their skis because the next phase is pruning. And pruning is where you even have to cut some good stuff and you go after the things that you might have missed. And really, I think the hard part of pruning is cutting off the good that used to serve you and doesn't serve you anymore. And then we land back in profit. And profit is why we are in business because we have to be profitable in order to keep paying people growing and keeping the wheel going. And what we love about this cycle is the understanding that when we are profitable and we are, we have achieved that cycle, we want to celebrate because we all know that we're going right back into that pain cycle. And we talked about the other cycle of misery. If you don't deal with the pain correctly and you don't don't enter in to that purposeful connection, you're going to be in a cycle of misery. And I think we've all seen that, right, Melanie? Absolutely. And to all of our listeners, the first episode in the season went in depth. I'll link it um, if you want to go back and review the entire process. And what we're going to talk about today is at the center of that cycle, which is our values. Mm -hmm. This is what we're all about. We love helping companies discover their values. We love organizations like abiding by them. And actually a lot of our conflict resolution, whether it's with couples, teams, executive teams, all through organizations always comes down to there being um, someone is not adhering to the values that that company espouses. And it's really fun work for us when we get to go in and help companies really define those. What makes you great to begin with? And when we do that for an individual, a team, an organization, then we help propel them and get them back into that process. And it just fascinates me 
that so many companies lose their way and including ours and mine. Life gets busy, it gets hectic, it gets crazy. I think especially now that we're getting back into from post-COVID and really getting to a place where we can all breathe, boy, we have decimated part of our value system. And I think that's why growth is really hard right now. Mm-hmm. And we have had so many good podcasts that talk through our values and why they're important and all of those things, which I will link. Maybe we can spend some time today talking about how often should we revisit our values and talk them through and not just revisit in terms of let's talk about what they are, but figure out do these still fit, especially as an individual, and then how we really harness those values to get us through the cycle of growth. Ooh, that is really good. Well, I know, Melanie, you have a really, um, really beautiful story. It's close to our heart. So let me just give the big picture and then I'll kick it back over to you for you to share your experience because I think it's really powerful. And what I see is that our values don't change very often, but they certainly evolve. And when we evolve as people and we do work, like we do work in our soul, in our heart, you will see your values shift. And I love that. When companies create their values and they're living by them and they're growing in them, that's why people come to work there. And sometimes as we see leadership change or turn over, and like I said, like sometimes that's within our own self, then we're going to see some little shifts in values. But values are something that we really want to hold as a foundation and an anchor. And then I think, Melanie, you've got a whole great perspective on this as well to add to that. Yeah, definitely. I think that as we grow, like you said, whether it be an individual or a team, we start moving in different directions and things become really important to us that maybe we weren't able to do before. When I first went through the exercise of defining my values, I came up with two of them, which were integrity and growth. And so that's really what was at the heart of everything that I did was making sure I was acting out of respect and integrity but also that everything was a learning opportunity. And every time I had a hard conversation or heart to heart with myself, um, I went back to those two things. And I was going through coaching with Scott and we started talking through my goals and where I was going and, and what my values were. And what I realized was that I was at a point where I'd really pushed myself to really embrace that growth mindset. As I got to know myself more and I was really pushing these different personal growth opportunities, I really just started uncovering parts of myself that now I could value outwardly versus not necessarily knowing how important they were to me. I realized that I needed a third value that demonstrated that personal component where I wanted to be authentic And I wanted to have authenticity in everything that I did, which meant to me, tell people when they upset you, um, say something if you're bothered. And so adding that third value really helped me lean into that component, which is have those hard conversations, especially with friends, family, people that you're close to. Mm, That's so awesome. And boy, let me tell you. We love your authentic self, Melanie. Mm -hmm. And the more you become the true you, the more we just love you. And I think that that is a big piece of finding your values is finding like what really, really drives me. And And then if you take it into an organization, like we'll work with a lot of organizations that aspire to be things, 
but they're not. And so one of two things, I think we talked about this briefly, but just to reiterate it here, one of two things is happening. One, we just aspire it and it needs to go on our goal list. Not, you know, we don't need everyone to think this is a value. It needs to go on our goal list. Or number two, like, wow, that really is. And just like you did, we uncover this beautiful part of our, that have made us who we are. Um, I know I did that um, because one of my core values is adventure. And you can look back to when I was a tiny little girl, adventure has always been important to me. But when I got really doing my business in my thirties, like it was just go, 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 go. And I didn't have the adventure. And so then I got back to that. And that's one reason I love garage sales because (laughs) I love, I mean, who knows? It's why I love doing these podcasts with you, Melanie, because we never know what's going to happen. It's awesome. Like it it thrills my soul. And I think that that's a good way um, that we, maybe you and I both either we had to uncover it or I lost my way and we get back to it and it becomes powerful. And that is what this process of having values in the center is all about because the pain points get us to purposely connect back to our values. Would you agree with that? Yeah, absolutely. I love, I love your story. I love our stories of how this is one of the main things that we do in Shondell Group is help teams and organizations and then leaders live by their values. And we hire for them, we fire from them, we promote for them. Like we do all of these things. And I just think that's a really empowered place to be. Yeah, absolutely. It's interesting because we just hired a gal yesterday and um, before we hired her, I'd gone through in the interview process, I'd gone through our, you know, our vision statement, our, our thrive statement, basically our purpose, our vision, our mission and our values. And the thing that stuck back to her when she came back, because I was explaining, okay, now this is one thing she was, yeah, I thought about that. Wow. Thing that we have to wow people, which for our wow, our core values at the bowling alley are we win people over, we own everything, you know, that's ours to own. And we work hard as a team. And she remembered that. And I'm like, oh, if there was anything of that whole conversation, that is what I would want you to remember. Because once you know that you'll always come back to it and you'll know what to do next. Yeah, definitely. And like here at Shondell Group, like we really live our values, which is we try to be wise. Actually, we are wise, Mm -hmm. which means we put knowledge and we know how to apply it. We are inspiring. We are totally truth tellers and we're totally fun and we're you centered. I put one extra totally. It's fine. Mm -hmm. So we're understanding that like we only hire people that want to espouse those values. And man, when we don't espouse those values, there's conflict that happens. I think it's important to talk through when we don't really live our values. That's how we off ramp into the cycle of misery. And Mm -hmm. it's also the way that we get back to the healthy cycle of growth is to then refocus on our values, especially as we think through individual growth. If one of my values is authenticity. And I'm struggling with telling someone the truth because I'm struggling to have a hard conversation. I might get out of the healthy cycle into the unhealthy cycle because I'm avoiding and I'm deciding, oh, I don't really need to live my value. I can just brush it under the rug. In that moment, I'm now in that unhealthy cycle of misery and I'm not living my values. That's when you have to really push yourself to say, no, that's your value. You need to go back and have that hard conversation and really get through that tough time. And then in doing so, you connect with other people because they get to know you. They understand what you're thinking and feeling. We always have to rethink, 
is what we're doing really living up to our values? That is money. That's exactly right. You said it perfectly. And I love using the individual as the concept because that's right. You go into numbing, you go through all the bad, the cycle of misery. And it's only when you are in the cycle of misery that you finally realize, or someone else helps you realize you're in a cycle of misery, that you got to get back to those core values. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I think it's also important to note that most of the time, uh, especially the leaders that we work with, they don't do this intentionally. People aren't saying, here's my value and I'm just not going to do it. It's out of fear. It's out of frustration. It's out of whatever that is, that hard emotion that maybe we aren't tackling. And so we can get off track when we aren't really in control of our emotions or we're not processing them after we have them so that we don't understand where they're taking us. And we let those hard emotions take over and let us get into that unhealthy cycle and live outside of our values. Melanie, that is so good. So what we call triggers, right? When we get triggered, we usually either a value has been pushed on, right? Where we're like, or we're compromising it ourselves. And I, I was, you were talking, I'm like, okay, which one am I? You know, I was kind of trying to put myself and it's true. Like I get into the cycle of misery when I leave the totally you or other centered. Um, and even in our company, when I get my eyes on myself, instead of what I really truly desire is to be other centered, man, you're right. I am right in that triggered state goes into self-protection and I am no longer thinking about others on my team. I'm thinking, how do I protect myself? That was excellent. As we talk through this process, I want everyone to hear that if you're in the cycle of misery, if you're not living your values, it doesn't mean you're a bad person. It doesn't mean anything negative. It just means that you're off track and you need to get back on it. Mm. I've been in that process so many times where I'm like, Melanie, you're not doing what you need to do. You need to get back on track and really lean into those hard things that you're avoiding right now. As we talk through this and you start to hear things that are like, oh, no, red flag, maybe I'm over there. That's okay. That's great. The first step is recognizing. The second step is really leaning in. And then the next time that you get over into that unhealthy cycle, it'll be an easier process to get back over to that healthy growth. Oh, great, great, great way to say it. Yeah, we call them off-ramping and on-ramping. You always are going to get on an off-ramp. You're not on the freeway anymore, but every off-ramp has an on-ramp, except I was mm-hmm. pleased about you poor people in Cleelum. You don't have that Cleelum, Washington. But anyway, that's beside the point. Um, that is so true. And and I want everyone to hear Melanie when she says, is you just have to get back. And you get back, like we said, through your values and connecting back to them. Great, great word, Melanie. Love it. I think as we then lean into our values, we then are able to really be honest and have truth and trust with the rest of our team, which then that fuels our way going through the process is where we can be truthful and we can build that trust. If we don't have trust with our team, with ourselves, with our organization, whatever that looks like, then we're not really going to be able to move through that process well. And we always have to go back and really live our values and build that trust back up. Yeah, you're and you are right smack dab on. And the thing that we do when we off ramp um, into that, Melanie, is we start lying to ourselves. So we're not truthful with ourselves and we are not um, trusting ourselves. And 
both of those things go back to that uh, self-deception, you know, where we're deceiving ourselves and boy, that can take us through a couple cycles of misery before we ever get our head back straight. And I think as coaches, that's what we do. Like we really help people see like, Hey, you're in a cycle of misery. It's okay. Like, let's get back. Now we don't always use that language, right? Mm -hmm. But we're always going to get people back to their values and get to truth telling to themselves, truth telling to their team, and to others and to be trusting. And I do feel like we off ramp when we start trusting ourselves, which is right what you're saying, Melanie, about having that confidence to speak and have it for me, like being able to be other centered, not self-protecting when we do that. And we're truth telling and we're trusting each other. That's going to be a lot, a lot easier. We call it the fuel that takes you around because you're centered on that values instead of protecting yourself. In a sense, we're protecting when we go into a cycle of misery, we're protecting ourselves, which that's why we call it the victor. Like, I just need to be victorious no matter what, right? Versus when we're in the cycle of gut, we're protecting the values at all costs, even against, against me. You know, I don't want to win over my values. I want my values to win. Absolutely. And as we start leaning into personal growth and professional growth, we start to recognize behaviors that don't fit our values. And typically when I have clients in their first really leaning into this, they start to get frustrated with themselves because they're noticing their behavior that doesn't fit who they want to be in those values. And I always have to have this conversation with them, even sometimes a few times of, would you even notice that this behavior wasn't okay a month ago or three months ago? And they would be like, well, no, I wouldn't have even realized that I was doing something wrong. So recognizing behavior at first, it's like, oh my goodness, I'm doing this all the time. But that's really that first step to be able to recognize it and then change it and fix it. And you're going to recognize it faster, quicker in the moment and be able to adjust your behavior. There's always that learning curve where now you're all of a sudden it's right in front of your face. You see it all the time. And that can be really frustrating and hard because then you can get down on yourself pretty easily. Mm, Well said. That is well, well said. I love it, Melanie. Gosh, we could talk about this stuff forever, which we are going to keep going. And I think there might be even more to be said about values because we're so passionate about it. But like you said, you'll put some links to the Mm -hmm. values conversation. Is there anything that you want to really emphasize as we land the plane here? Yeah, I think just always having them there somewhere in front of you is still important and knowing what they are. And then when you're in those hard moments, you can ask yourself, am I living my values? Am I doing the things that I need to do? And really having them present in your life. Mm, That's so good. When we work with teams, we always have them, everyone in the room, the executive team, for example, rate how are we as individuals following the values and how are we um, as a team and organization following those values. And those numbers are fascinating. I love facilitating that. I would say as a good Sunday night exercise in your Sunday review to look at your values and just say, okay, how am I doing on this? Like, am I value, am I living this? Or what is one step I could do this week to honor that value more? That would be a really good exercise um, if people really want to take this on. 
Yeah, I love that. Yeah, we love you listeners. And as you're thinking about the process, we would love your questions because we're just super excited about this um, time that we have to answer. And so um, you can find us at shondellgroup.com and there is a button there for you to submit your questions. And we hope you do so. We'll be back next time, continuing on the process of growth. And we know that as we progress into this fall season, that you're all going to grow with us. So have a great day and be the best you can be today. Bye-bye.